Hey, how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Stick. Uh, doing a little bit of an intro for what you're about to hear. If you're listening to this via Spotify or Apple or whatever the hell you listen to your podcast needs with. I did a live stream last Wednesday to kind of try it out because that was kind of the next step for the shows. Start doing live shows. Like, honestly, like three times a week. And this was the trial run, and I had a lot of fun with it. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's definitely something I think I'm going to move forward with and keep doing. So if you listen to this on Spotify or Apple or wherever the hell you listen to your podcast, you should go over to the YouTube account and subscribe. Type in The Honestly Lazy Show on YouTube, and it will pop up. And, yeah. You should check it out. Uh, this one was the trial run, a few videos. I tried my best to explain the videos for your needs, but um, there's definitely going to be a lot more videos, a lot more reaction videos and all that type of stuff over on the live stream, so you should definitely check it out. But don't worry. If you don't want to check out the live streams, they will always be uploaded here. I'm going to try how long it will take me afterwards to upload. Still trying to figure that part out, but it will be done. So, yeah, if you don't want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, you just want to check it out on whatever you check your stuff out on, that's fine. But without further ado, let's roll this live stream. The Honestly Lazy Podcast. All right. Fuck it. We're here. We're here. We are officially live for the first episode of the Honestly Lazy fucking live show. Welcome to it. Uh, it's one of those things I've been talking about doing for a while and it's finally here. Of course, I gotta crack my beer because it's still the Honestly Lazy show and I always have a beer to uh, start the show, so... Welcome to it. It's your boy Stick coming back at you from uh, from a hiatus. And I've uh, first time doing the stream, and I've already kind of blown it just a little bit. Just with the intro, I fucking started the intro, and I literally forgot to turn on my camera. So that's why my camera was kind of fucked at the beginning there. But everybody, welcome to the show. Hey, I got some people already joined. Quinn. Welcome to the show, Dan Harris. Welcome also. Wow. Um, let me kind of break this down for you guys real quick, how this is going to work. So pretty much this was the next step for the Honestly Lazy brand, I guess. It was more of um, getting away from the pre-recording, doing everything live, and trying to kind of make it, uh, I don't know, more more relevant, I guess, in a way, more just kind of like, um, I was really trying to stay in the now of like following the news and stuff. And so this is just kind of like the test run of the whole stream and trying to see if I can even get a flow for it. It, uh, kind of think of this as like a serious XM radio show with all the swearing and all that type of stuff. And I also drink beer during the whole thing. Now, I'd like to say I am going to be paying attention to the comments, but if I'm not answering a lot, there's a reason for that also. 
So when it comes to the Honest and Lazy live show, the one thing I do kind of want to do is upload it afterwards to Spotify and all that kind of stuff. Just so if you're on the go and you miss the stream and you want to go anywhere and you don't have YouTube Premium, you can always check it out. Because, like I said, I kind of want it to be like a radio show and... um. The stern of radio or of YouTube, yeah, fucking. He's already on fucking uh, on YouTube. All of his videos are there, but um, uh, I just kind of want to put it everywhere, just so everyone can kind of wherever they are, they can enjoy it, and wherever they check out my podcast, it will be there. So the angle, if this is all gonna work out the way I think it's gonna, is going to be three times a week. And then I kind of want to advance in a way of um, doing, like, putting things into it. Like, if I make a video where I go out and do do something, I want to put it a part of the show. And um, and uh, the fact... Wait, what does it say? It's the 70 for the amount of beers that have been consumed. I've drank more... Well... Actually, yeah, I've probably drank about 70. No, I've drank more than that. I usually drink three beers during an episode. But, um, hey, I got a subscriber. As you can also see, I got a little sub count in the corner. I put this in to make myself feel good. I see all the streamers doing it. So I figured, why not do it myself? And it's actually working. I was kind of nervous about that. So, um, yeah, so as I was saying, I got interrupted. The whole thing of... I want to turn into like an actual show. So if I did a vlog, let's say it would be premiered on the stream and then the video would be uploaded afterwards for everybody to check out whenever the hell they want, but it would be premiered on this stream for, you know, everybody to kind of check out. So that's the kind of idea. And obviously I got a few things to talk about tonight. I got a few I got a few things on my mind. Um, first of all, I got to tell you where I have been for a friggin' month. Um, the biggest thing that I kind of want to say is I kind of went on this really big hiatus due to the fact of I felt really really burnt out. And the weird thing is, I was, like, trying to figure out scheduling, like, upload for two weeks and give myself a week off, another two weeks, give myself a week off, and I figured that would be enough for me to keep making content, but obviously, it wasn't. Like, I was, I was still sitting there, coming home from work, struggling to get behind a computer and not just want to play video games and actually try to talk about stuff. Even my last few episodes of the podcast I really felt like I was forcing myself to kind of I don't know kind of be entertaining and that's where I was like this shit needs to take a big halt so I kind of went on hiatus because I was feeling drained also a few things kind of happened in my life one thing one of my best buddies from when I was a kid actually got married but I had to drive four hours away to go to the wedding. So that was a, a big anxious thing for me for some reason. Because I just feel, felt like I wasn't really ready for it. I don't know. This guy grew up with me my whole life. And 
I really, and like, um, he went off to Petawawa to, to join the army and I couldn't be more happy for him because this has been something he's wanted to do since he was a kid. So the fact that he invited me to his wedding and I hadn't seen him in four years, I really felt like, yeah, I got to go do this. But I was nervous as all hell to drive four hours with a few of my buddies just uh, for him. Like, you know, being a groom, you're, you got to talk to everybody. But let me tell you something. Like, this was a really cool experience for me. First of all, driving out to Petawawa is one of the most beautiful drives I've ever done. I drove through a lot of... Like, I drove... I drove past Bon Echo campground. I saw so many lakes. It was a really good drive. And um, plus, it was like right, like, this is going to sound really, excuse me, girly, but it was right when the leaves were like the perfect colors. So it was a really pretty drive, too. I know that sounds girly, but screw it. It was really cool. I got to see some cool things. And um, when we got up there, First of all, we got up there and we pull up to a landing strip, a grass landing strip. And I was like, yeah, I don't think this is the right place to all my buddies. And apparently it was because we could see people driving down this whole thing, like the whole getting down to where the reception ones was, which was pretty much just a... Just, it was a nice setting, just a bunch of chairs, you know, nice trees in the background. It was, uh, it was cute. It was perfect for what my buddy was looking for, right? So, did that, drove down. While we're driving down the landing strip, a plane landed, which was not on my plan of things, but, uh, it, it happened. A plane landed when we were watching, or while, while I was driving down. So, that was a, that was a trippy thing to really do. But uh, when we got up there, not only was our buddy to see or was my buddy happy to see us, he actually treated us like groomsmen. If I known I was going to be in so many photos with like the actual photographer, not just cell phones, like I'm in a bunch of Polaroids, I'm in like I'm pretty much in his like groomsmen, even though it was just his brother and his buddy as the best man. There's so many pictures of us. I should have worn a very nice suit for it. But, uh, you know, so that was one thing that kind of happened. Shout out to my buddy Kyle for getting married. It was a beautiful wedding. I had a lot of fun. Sorry I couldn't stay for the night, but we had to get home. Um, Another reason why I have been AFK from podcasting besides being drained in a wedding, I, myself... And my girlfriend decided to adopt a puppy. A beagle mixed with a basset hound. And that little fucker is like four months old. And he is such a big handful. He has chewed through my phone charger. He has chewed through the steering wheel for my eye racing. So I can't eye race anymore. Because the little fucker... Mm, he he fucking bit through the cable so now i need to spend another 300 dollars to get a new one or try to find one kijiji but i guarantee you every single person that is selling wants to sell everything i already got the pedals i already got the stick shift all i need is the goddamn steering wheel and i guarantee you nobody will just sell me the steering wheel if you have just a steering wheel and you want to sell it to me dm me please because i like i was fucking livid with that like, I am so, I, my fault for leaving the cables on the ground in my office, but whatever. Um, yeah, but 
this this dog is a handful. Love her to death. Her name's Jessie. Her original name was Loretta, which I thought, hell yeah, because um, Loretta Lynn just passed away. So I was like, yeah, we'll just keep it as Loretta. But my girlfriend said fucking no. So <laughs> I uh, kind of kind of suggested the name Jessie. She thinks of it as the girl from Toy Story. And I also think of it as, you know, my country hero, Waylon Jennings' wife, was named Jessie. And my cat is named Waylon. So Jessie and Waylon. That's how I kind of worked it all out. And it all worked out for the better. But, um, yeah, that's another reason. A dog is a shit ton of work. And, honestly, I didn't even want to record because this dog was so needy, it would like try to get through the fucking door. I think she's sleeping right now, but who knows what she's doing. Probably being a little shit with my girlfriend as I'm trying to stream this. And um, I also got a new tattoo. A nice little harmonica. Because harmonicas are badass as fuck and I like playing them. And I've realized that this arm is probably going to be mostly music. This arm, I kind of want to change up and get different ki- kinds of tattoos on it. But I've accepted that my left arm is all going to be pretty much music stuff. So, yeah, I actually planned getting my harmonica tattoo on the week that I was actually off. But then I just went on hiatus because I was just so goddamn drained. Um, but I would just like to say shout out to the people... Who kept asking me while when I took my break, when you coming back, you know, it, it even though you don't think you're doing a lot, it definitely helps out a lot and motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing, keep doing the show, and stay motivated for you know, however long it'll take me to even get back. But I gotta give a couple shout outs. Shout out to Nathan Breeze for always being supportive. Shout out to Courtney. B. Warren's my girlfriend, uh, Quinn Marr, um, uh, Davey, Mikey, Johnny Mac, Tony, all you guys who literally, I know I'm missing people, but all the people who really always tell me when I go on these big hiatuses or like when you go upload again, it, it makes me, even though you think you're just annoying me, you're not, you're really motivating me to get back onto the platform and keep trying i gotta give the biggest shout out though and i can't believe i'm giving this guy the fucking shout out because this guy is such a dick but he is he literally motivates me to try to get back behind the microphone and keep trying to do this show and i gotta give it a big shout out to bill uh, Bill Saunders from English Rose. I'm I, I'm going to get into English Rose in a second because they hit a milestone. But uh, I got to give a big shout out to Bill himself from English Rose. Been a huge fan of the podcast since, well, I told him about it. Uh, he's pretty much caught up on every episode. When I see him, he says, if he said, if he's behind, he'll tell me he'll get to it. And this guy will always stand by that. And not only that. This guy will give me the most fucking brutally honest feedback that I could ever need to keep the show going and keep it as entertaining as it can be. Because, you know, everyone else, like, there's, there's like, my friends that will be, like, you know, they're probably being nice or they're being honest or they're being whatever. But Bill is, like, my friend that will be, like, 
that was a terrible episode. You talked about this for too long. You're an idiot. Like, all this type of stuff. As a matter of fact, it's because of Bill. Um, I'm doing this live stream right now. Like, Bill was the one who said, you got to do the live streams. He, like, people kind of ask me about the live streams, but Bill's like, when the fuck are you going to do it? And, like, he literally said, when the fuck are you going to actually do it? So, I got to give a, sh- a big shout out to Bill. This is, like, a fucking nerve-wracking thing for me to do, but I am actually feeling pretty comfortable as it is going. I'm not paying attention to viewers. I got three. I went up four subscribers already. This is a great day, and, um, you know, I'm so glad everybody actually is coming out and listening for a bit even if you just say for a second thank you very much you know at least you checked it out for a second i feel appreciated so i also need to talk about this because this is a big thing i gotta give big shout out to english rose tattoo club um my new favorite tattoo shop out in bowmanville ontario you guys are well, you guys kick ass every time. I've only gotten three tattoos done by these guys, but they just hit their milestone of being two years old in Bowmanville. And um, what a fucking mark they are leaving in Bowmanville. Already le- we're winning awards without them even putting their name into it. Uh, and I think in Durham region, it has some of the best tattoo artists in the region there's like don't get me wrong like you know there's other tattoo artists that are doing really good and you know i respect the living shit out of them but english rose to me first of all the inside of the place is amazing the way the decor the environment it's badass is all fuck and um the people that work there are the nicest people that you could ever get tattooed by, making sure you're always good. And I mean, look at my harmonica, harmonica tattoo, my boombox tattoo. I got one on my leg. Um, I've gotten my tattoos personally from the boombox and harmonica from Nate and the one on my leg from Bill. But I will be getting tattooed by Maddie and Dylan at some point. Um, you know, my. My buddies who I skate with get tattooed by them and they say they're all like they their work is fucking amazing and they all do a really good job and they're very passionate about what they do. Pretty much if you want to book with them, they only do by month, so at the beginning of every month. So let's say okay, it's uh, November right now. December 1st, they take their bookings for I'm not sure if all of them do, but I know Nathan does. Uh, and Bill's just walk-ins right now because he's still the apprentice. Um, if it's December first, they will book for the next month. You just gotta be quick and DM them, and they will put you in whenever the hell they can. Be flexible and help them out. And if you don't want to do that, you can always do the old walk-in Saturdays, which I hear is a fucking killing. And they actually open at 12 and I hear that people will start lining up at 9 in the morning. So if you want to check out a Wicked Tattoo Shop, check out English Rose, man. They're fucking awesome. And, you know, they just hit two years killing it. I, I And uh, I can't wait to get more tattoos done by them. But, yeah. So shout out to all that. Because... Damn, it's been a minute, and I haven't had time to really shout out 
anybody. And I feel like those guys definitely deserve a shout out. And shout out to everybody, like I said, who support the show. Um, to keep this show rolling, I got a few videos. Uh, I got a few things I want to talk about. First of all, I decided to watch, or uh, me and my girlfriend, I've been on a bender of watching shows after shows after shows. We just finished the OC that neither one of us have ever watched for a teenage drama show. It was pretty good. But there was one show I had high expectations for. I really did. It's really sad to think about. I had high expectations for it. And it just seems to be fucking terrible. And that is actually the show Blockbuster on Netflix. Um, from people who did like Superstore, which was an awesome show to go to this. It's, in my opinion, not a very good show. I would not recommend anybody to watch it. Well, okay, watch it at your own risk, but don't have high expectations. That's going to be good. I watched it because I miss Blockbuster every single day, and sometimes I wish there was one still open around me so I could just go have that feeling of renting a movie on a Friday night or renting an old PS2 video game and coming home and playing it all night like I used to when I was a kid. And this show does not capture that at all. No, it's... Uh, Pretty terrible. The main character, what is his name? I'm going to Google him right now. The main character of this show, um, he's he, he plays the same goddamn character every goddamn time. And he, well, let's just say he is not good at being an actor in the first place. And the fact that he plays the same goddamn character and still cannot, like, do it good blows me away. His name is... Randall Park. Randall Park plays Timmy. And, um, well, being the main character of the show, you should really be able to carry the show. And this is something that this man can never do. With very low enthusiasm and very boring... How do I describe it? He just can't act. He's just not a good actor. So, Blockbuster is not a show to recommend. But there has been some good shows coming on. There has been. Like, the new season of Rick and Morty is probably one of my favorites so far. Vat of Acid is still my favorite episode. Nothing will ever beat that. But this season did not disappoint me. As much, Like, that last uh, season. What season are we on? Season 4, I think it was. Or season 5. It's either season 4 or season 5. Did not hold up as well as i thought it would the one that the season that has like him partnering up the crows and evil morty finally like does his plan and shit um definitely not a good season good ending bad season though that's just my opinion <laughs> but um yellowstone came back also and that show is off to well okay third episode was good the other two episodes dog shit like for an opening for a show it was like the same as the whole fucking last season it didn't really leave anything to like, it was just boring it was just like nothing was getting answered i know they're trying to build up but fucking build up faster listen to your fans from last season that just said that season sucked and fucking do something good but um yeah <laughs> That's uh, my reviews on shows.
Just want to take a quick minute to remind you all that if you are enjoying this so far, you should come over and actually join the live stream on YouTube. I react to the comments, I'll talk to you, and all that type of stuff, and it's all a fun experience I'm trying to do, and you should honestly just come be a part of it, because this is kind of the next step, and I really want everyone who enjoys the show to embrace it. The show is going to be at 730 for right now, I'm just doing Wednesdays at 7.30 at night, but soon enough, it'll be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm not sure if I just said Thursday before all that, but it's actually on Wednesday for right now. The next live stream will be on Wednesday. Uh, I'm not sure what the date is for that Wednesday. It will be Wednesday, Dece- or November 30th at 7.30. Come hang out with me and... We'll have a great old time. Check it out. All you got to do is go on YouTube, type in the Honestly Lazy Show, and yeah, subscribe, and you will get notified when I am doing the live stream. Um, Sorry for this interruption. Let's get back to the show. Uh, One thing I do want to talk about, KSI. KSI is officially fighting Dylan Donis. However the hell you say his name. That is KSI's next boxing match. And to me, that is actually a match that will prove KSI's, I don't know, legacy or whatever to be a good boxer. Like, okay, like his debut back into the boxing world was terrible. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but it was fucking terrible. Like, he boxed two nobodies and called himself the champ and he's the greatest ever and blah, 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 blah. And he didn't really do anything to prove that he is the champ. Jake Paul's done more than you. I mean, the only credit I give KSI that Jake Paul is kind of being a, well, Jake Paul about is the fact that Jake Paul is fighting old men and at least KSI is fighting people his own age. And kind of making it a challenge for him. But, I mean, like, oh, oh <laughs> like, like your, your debut back was definitely not what, um, what people were probably expecting. And it's definitely something probably that you should not really brag about. You boxed a... A rapper with zero experience. I forget who the other guy was because it was so long ago. But it was definitely not an impressive time for you. But at least he's coming back and he's going to prove himself by boxing Dylan Donis. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. But on Creator Flicks on Instagram, they posted this little clip. I will show you because I can switch it. I think the audio is a bit delayed and I switch back and forth. So just kind of deal with that. I'm sorry about that. I don't really know how to fix that. But they posted this saying Dylan Dennis punches KSI and ran off. Now, I mean, it is a very entertaining clip of them go facing off, talking shit with the DAZN mics. Which, by the way, cheers to KSI for always going with DAZN. Um, I, I, I can't believe he sticks with them. He did Logan Paul versus KSI 2 with them. I think his last boxing match was with DAZN, so he's sticking with them whenever other YouTubers kind, or YouTuber kind of goes wherever the money is. But he's sticking with these guys. So they're having a nice little standoff, and it says Dylan Dennis punches him and then runs off. If you look at the clip, first of all, KSI wearing a cowboy hat is fucking hilarious. I can't believe 
he really thinks he's pulling that off. But uh, he definitely did not have a good fashion sense that day. So there is the apparent hit, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're listening to this on Spotify afterwards, he knocked his fucking hat off. Like, that's all he did in this clip. And they're like, no, he punched him and ran off. No, he knocked his hat off. And it looks like some... Some cheap liquor was spilt all over the place, all, all in KSI's dreads. And KSI trying to be KSI and be the tough guy. He does this with everybody. He just starts acting buck wild. He's getting carried away. Uh, you know, he starts jumping around. Like, I remember Logan versus KSI round fucking one. Um, uh, Logan took his bandana off and they almost like fist fought. Like, like in the middle of. I don't even know, like a beach. And like the, the crowd was full of little kids and they're like going to punch each other out in front of all these little kids. They're like, oh, Logan and KSI. I don't know. It was, it was weird to think about. But anyways, like KSI runs off, you know, probably just to get a towel and brush off and everything's fucking okay. Dylan, on the other hand, here's the clip from outside. Okay, so we'll rewind this. And uh, here's a clip from outside when... He's just, when he ran away, boom, somebody decides to clip him. One of KSI's boys, I'm guessing. This man, he runs out the door just to get a good right hook. It stumbles him. He's definitely rocked. Makes me honestly think, is, is he as tough as he says? Because, uh, I mean, he's still, he's, he's still standing, but I mean, he definitely got fucked up quite a bit bit with that one punch <laughs> hang on give me get, get, get the camera a second see i'm still getting used to this whole live streaming thing so um yeah um but this is definitely a better fight for ksi say that he's the champ and the nightmare and uh, the last fight he did. Yes, he did fight two people, but ooh, who the hell cares? It's not that really. To me, it's not that impressive at all that he did that because they were very untrained and very, very not ready for this fight. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just straight up my opinion. Now, this will be KSI's biggest challenge yet compared to Logan Paul, who gasses himself within the first round and just because he's so big just can't get knocked out by anybody half his size i mean floyd definitely knocked him out and he just held him up i i will fucking stand by that for the rest of my days but um this is I want uh, he Dylan Dennis is a professional. I'm gonna look him up where he actually fights because I don't know too much about him. I just know I think he trained with McGregor. I'm gonna look up his. Oh, there he is, Dylan Dennis uh, record. Let's see what his record is. So, okay, so his fighting stats are two wins, two wins in Bellator. What, is that it? What? Okay, so in Bellatoria's fucking two wins. Okay. Fight record. Yeah, 2-0. Oh. 
Okay, yeah, so this is definitely a pretty equal fight for KSI because that's pretty much both their track record. I don't care. KSI, the two dudes count as fucking one dude. That's my opinion. And I don't care if you don't like it because fuck you. You make more money than me. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that would definitely be a fight that proves that KSI can actually hold his own. And if he wins this fight, then I will give him a little bit more respect. But until he wins this fight, I'm still going to say, you're not the Nightmare. And by the way, the Nightmare is a very childish fucking name for you in the boxing ring. The Nightmare. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, Jesus Christ. <sighs> but until you win, if you win against Dylan Dennis, then I'll, I'll change my opinion a little bit. I'll still probably think, eh, you're, you're not the best. <laughs> But um, I did find this one video. Someone sent me to this on Reddit. And this is the definition of the, the worst timing ever. Like, ever. I'm going to break this down for you guys. This man with a helmet comes in. I don't know if he has... He must have a gun or something in his other side of him. He's. You can only see the left-hand side of him. Makes his man come walk out from around the the back of his table. Makes him walk. You know, yeah, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Deep breaths. Wow, some really intense music during this. So he just makes this guy walk down the whole goddamn stairs here, right? Everything's going smooth. I guarantee you this Robert's like, holy shit. I never thought this could work so good. Until he sees this. There is about... He's walking down these stairs saying, oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to get away with this. And then he sees the, these guys, these karate men, and there's like six of them. They see this going down and he's like, well, you know, not every day is a win and this is definitely not it. These men go after him, bro. Like, it's almost like one of those 50 movies. Might as well put the do like that song when they start chasing them. Because, like, the way that it works, like, look at all of them. One, two, three, like, perfectly in line with each other. The same amount of gap in between each other as they chase them. And this, and this is where the video gets kind of disappointing. This man comes running up the stairs, and they just throw him to the ground. And just hold him there. It's, it's just... It's not the way I wanted that video to end. I kind of wanted them to all kind of uh, kind of kick the crap out of him. I don't know. I feel like with these type of videos, it should just kind of be like a happy ending where the guy gets what he deserves and gets the living crap kicked out of him. And um, he just he just doesn't get it. It's... It's a sad thing. It really is. And, um, you know, I wish he kind of had more more to it. But it's kind of a bad ending. I was always going to get the shit kicked out of him. I'd be that one guy. Everyone would be piled on top of him. I'd be like, ah, I'm going to kick him in the ribs a bit. And everyone would be like, no, it's not our way. And I'd be like, but I want to. He, he took our friend, I think, invisible gunpoint they're like no we can't do it and i do it anyways and then at least two of them would beat the shit out of me for dishonoring the code motherfuckers (laughs) 
Yeah, wrong place. No shit. That's a sad thing. I also got this. I, I, I saw this. So, like, I go through, like, the MSN main page for, like, stories and shit. And someone, one of the titles to one of the things was, this four-second viral video is the reason, like, why YouTube boxing shouldn't be a thing. And, like, this is the clip right here. I'll try. Uh, I won't zoom in. Fuck it. You can see it. Okay. I don't know. Eh. Okay. That's better. That's better. Oh. All right. You can see it a lot better now, right? Yeah, I'm kind of in the way. But you, it doesn't matter. Watch the guy. Watch this guy right here. So, apparently, this is the reason why YouTube boxing should not be a thing. Chin down. Break your knees. I like that. Oh, boy. I don't get, like, I figured when when this clip was, like, when, when they said, here's a four-second clip that went viral and proves that YouTube boxing is too fucking dangerous or whatever, I literally thought that it was going to be, like, a fucking, like, filthy knockout that I haven't seen yet, and instead, we get, like, this fucking terrible, terrible, like, just, like, he just... It looks like he just totally choked his whole game. He just kind of like, like just a quick little, uh, eh, like, hang on, let's just take it. Eh, like, it almost looks like he gets hit with an invisible, like this guy hit him, like, he swings, and it looks like he, this guy just threw an invisible punch to the, Left-hand side of his face. I don't know. But it's definitely something that doesn't prove that YouTube boxing shouldn't be a thing. What proves is that this guy should not box. I don't know. He just won an easy paycheck or something. Or, like, he doesn't realize how dangerous this sport is. Maybe he got punched in the gut a few times before this clip was clipped. And, um, you know, now he's just scared. But, I mean, right after he does this pathetic move... As you can see, eh, this man just swings a good old right into his rib or into his kidneys. So, you know, like the fact that they say this is the reason, um, you know, what clip you should show is that one of Jake Paul knocking out, uh, what was it? Nate, the Nate guy, the NBA player. That's a clip of this is why YouTube boxing shouldn't be a thing. Cause that dude like got fucked up like like really 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 fucked up like um i hope he's okay to his day fucked up because he man he went up and saw god with that punch like i'm not talking like like you know they say when you do dmt you fucking see god this man literally it was not drug and he fucking saw god after that punch like that was a filthy 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 knockout like i couldn't even imagine how that would feel to the face <coughs> oh i went down the wrong pipe and i've been punched in the face before but not by a pro by like a skinny guy with with really bony knuckles his name was my brother dick <laughs> Um, I'm having a lot of fun here. How many? Oh, 
42 minutes I've been streaming for. 42 minutes? That's not too bad. I figured it'd be like 20 minutes, and I'd be like, oh, I'm too nervous, and I'd jump off the stream. But no, I'm still going strong. I still have one more video I want to talk about. I kind of want to talk about these fucking idiots. I am going to show you guys right now those good old fucking protesters. You know those ones that are going around destroying art to talk about fucking climate change? Like, I get get it. I really do. You're trying to prove your point. Trying to say climate change is bad. But I mean, this this is just fucked. So we're, I got this little clip. Thank you, Six Buzz, again for posting this. These motherfuckers put on maple syrup on a painting in Vancouver, BC. Like, first of all, you do fucking maple syrup in Canada. Dude, you're just you're just wanting America to make fun of us at this point. Fucking maple syrup. They've also I they pied um uh, the Mona Lisa they did I think they pied Van Gogh's art too. So anyways, these two put maple syrup on. The one in the black is really putting her arm into it to get that maple syrup out. It's probably too sticky. And then like they awkwardly decide to glue their hands together, or glue their hands, and stick it to the wall. Hello, everyone. We're stock cracking around. Like, the one girl is still gluing her hand. And, like, I'm pretty sure when you glue your hand put it to the wall, it still takes a few minutes to fucking see it, like, to, like, seep in, and you're actually stuck there. Like, I'm surprised the security guard doesn't come up and just be like, nope, nope. Like, if you really didn't, if you really honestly wanted to make your point, if you're going to glue yourself to anything, glue yourself to the painting. Like, if you're going to fucking put maple syrup on it, glue yourself to the painting. Because right now, they'll be like, we can repaint that fucking wall. And we will, and they'll just rip you off. And probably your skin will stick to the wall before the fucking drywall comes off with you. Stick yourself to the painting. Then they're really fucked. Like, shit, that, that painting's worth a lot of money. And now they glued themselves to it. I mean, in your minds, if you did it like that, it's like, oh my God, they're actually going to listen. But in reality, they're just going to be like, well, we got to figure out a new way to, to fucking get you guys off the wall. And for all you know, one of them's just going to be like, I got an idea and just fucking mace you, you know? We're here to raise awareness about the climate crisis. The, fuck the climate crisis is the biggest crisis of our time. And instead of acting responsibly, the government is building fossil fuel infrastructure. Instead of stopping the emissions coming from gas and oil immediately, the, the government is acting like children. They are building fossil fuel infrastructure. They are building pipelines. We are here to raise our voices to say that we are not going to give up. We are not going to back down. I like how they sit there like, we are here to show that we're not going to give up and stuff. So you fuck somebody else's day? Like, literally. Like, this is what drives me nuts. Those artists, okay, like, I'm not an art guy, obviously. I am covered in traditional basic tattoos. I'm wearing a Whale and Jennings shirt, and I'm wearing a hat with a stick figure drinking a beer on it. I am not what you call an artsy-fartsy kind of a fucking guy. There's one thing, though, that I will say about artists. As much as I sit there and say, oh, you know, they're so fucking weird people and all that shit like that. Some of their art, like Van Gogh, the Mona Lisa, all that type of stuff, takes a lot of time to paint. It, it takes a lot of effort and it takes 
concentration, especially like Van Gogh's shit. I don't get how he painted half his shit, but he did. Like it was, I always loved looking at Van Gogh's shit. I should go to that thing that they had in Toronto, but I probably missed it. But like you have to create your own style. You have to figure out textures and all this shit. And then you come out with this painting that could be amazing. Like, you know, even this one right here, I can't really see it, but it looks good. It looks like a beach. It looks like they took a lot of time and effort to paint that. And you dumbasses who probably haven't worked a single day in your fucking life, probably worked at Starbucks for a day and got offended by your fucking customer and left. You guys come in and just say, well, eh, we think we're right. You're wrong. Go fuck yourselves. You guys have not worked the hours as these painters do to make this fucking art. No, doing indigenous people history too. The painters. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, like, you guys work. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I read a comment. But, like, the artists work r really hard. And I feel like. I don't know what it's like to plan a protest. I know to do a professional protest, it takes a lot of planning and all that stuff like that. The trucker convoy just kind of fucking started driving and next thing you know, they had a shit ton of money and they were in Ottawa honking horns and being dumbasses. And that's, I don't know. They had their own protest. They were doing their own fucking thing, whatever. But like these type of people are the most lazy protesters. You fucking paid your like probably 15 to 25 dollars to get in you brought in some maple syrup and you brought some fucking glue and you glued yourself and just did a quick speech and you sat there waiting to get arrested thinking you did a difference i don't know like to me it's um it is a very upsetting thing to see somebody's art really get destroyed especially like in this type of a way i've always like I said, I've never been an artist, but I know how much time and effort and patent like I and I hate using the word passion. I don't know why, but I do. But for an artist, it is passion to them, and they work really hard. And for fuckwads like this, go up and destroy everything that they've done, or just put maple syrup on it. It's 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 uneasy to me. Because I know if I worked really hard on something and they put maple syrup on it, I would not, I would not be a happy camper at all. I, I'm not a really much of a happy camper in the first place. And that right there would definitely make me go over the fucking line. And want to just, oh, God. And the worst part about these protesters are, too, is they'll just be like, nah, I'll go to jail for my fucking, like, I fought. I'm going to jail. I'm going to get street cred for it. And they'll, like, they'll never fucking pay for this painting. They don't give a shit. Like, oh, it's disgusting. That's why I like those videos of, like, the protesters sitting in front of slaughterhouses and the transport or, and the transport trucks come in. And they just fucking start honking. They don't stop and they all get away. I like the one pro... I think I did an episode where I actually talked about... Or I found a video and I talked about it. I forget what episode it was, but there was a, pro, there was a protest going on where they blocked the street. And a guy came up 
And he grabbed all their signs and shit and threw it over a fence. And they're all like, oh, like, what are you doing? Like, you're blocking traffic. And then this guy's like, fuck you. I'm late for work. And I'm, this is my third strike. I'm going to be fired if I don't get there on time. Grabs your shit and you're like, oh, we're trying to make a difference by being fucking little shits. Look, there's ways to protest. I don't know, just go in front of City Hall. I know you sit there and think, oh, it's not doing much. We're not getting much attention. But destroying art, you just look like a fucking dick. And no, like, I will, I won't listen to you if you destroy art, like, Go protest outside of City Hall. If I walk by, I'll sit there and maybe listen to to you because you're doing it in a very peaceful way. Fucking doing shit like this? Nah. It is not for me. It never has been for me. Um, This is just kind of like... uh, We will do anything to... Just because we... I don't even know. It's just stupid. (laughs) Oh my, oh, excuse moi, I keep, oh, I keep burping, damn, I thought I had more videos than that, honestly, but, um, yeah, that's all the videos I have for today, I need to find more, I usually, like, I'll go through my TikTok and find some stuff, I usually save some really funny TikToks I can make fun of, but for right now, that is about it for, well, video-wise anyways, but, um, uh, I will tell you right now, this live stream is actually feeling a bit better than I I thought it would. I was a little bit nervous coming into this, and I mean, I'm glad that I'm doing it. I've actually went up four subscribers. The comments have been great. Like, thank you guys for actually coming out and, you know, leaving comments and stuff. Uh, I, uh, I can't believe I actually did this step, you know, but, um. This is uh, kind of going to be the plan for the rest of the time. Honestly, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to keep doing trial live streams, and I'll upload the the audio to Spotify and stuff just so you can check it out later. But um, I think for right now, I've, I I did my trial run. I mean, I've done everything. I feel like this was good. I feel like I should just kind of step back and um, I think it's time for me to get off the computer. I know it's only an hour. It's only been a like a 50 minute stream. I'm sorry. But like I said, it's kind of like a radio show vibe. Hopefully I can get up to three hours at some point. If you want to come on the podcast, do this live thing with me, let me know. And um, check out all my social medias in the description. Do I even have a description here? I do. Yes. So check out all my social medias. Go follow me there so you can get the updates on the live streams, when they're happening, all that type of stuff. Because these are definitely going to be having a lot more. And I think, honestly, this is... I'll probably be doing this again next week. It might only be once a week for right now. But um, next week, I will be more comfortable than I am today. I was... Nervous as all hell all day to do this live stream. But uh, thank you guys so much for joining the stream today. And hopefully I'll see you guys next time. So I'm going to end the stream now. I don't have any cool outro shit. I'm just ending it. Honestly Lazy Podcast.